What is going on, my people? You're listening to Master Your Mindset with Coach Mark. Now, I'm your host, Mark Hildebrand, and I'm a husband, a father, a master coach, a co-creator of the Pushco Certification School, and 19-year law enforcement officer from Southern California who struggled with giving all my time and energy to my professional life and having nothing left over to give my family or for myself. Now, through this process, I discovered I could excel in every area of my life if I was willing to master my mindset. So this podcast is for ambitious, high-performing leaders in business and career who want to create more in their life, but refuse to do so at the cost of the other important areas of their life, including their health and their family. If that's you, it's time to dive into today's episode. Thanks for spending this short time with me, but remember, you don't get better by consuming, you get better by acting. Let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to another Monday episode. What is going on, my people? Uh, Super pumped to be with you guys here today. Um, We're going to talk a lot about um, really the difference between leading your family and leading professionally and leading yourself and how you can like to start to develop those skills if what you're doing at home is really not connecting like it does at work or even when it comes to leading yourself. So guys, um, this is something that uh, um, that I struggle with for a long time is thinking that skills when it comes to leadership in one area will really help you in that other area. And I don't know if I actually thought about that in that respect. And here's the thing, guys. Um, in this podcast, we go a little bit deeper than normal. Um, as I'm going through and in, in, uh, teaching in my Ideal Leader Blueprint, um, one of the things that I like to do is, as a leader, see things through two different perspectives. Number one is your own personal perspective, how you feel, what's um, what it is you're specifically learning and how it applies to you. And then also taking it through the, like the leadership lens, like what is it that Mark did or what is it that he said or what is it that he's talking about is going to be something that I'm going to be able to use for the people that I lead. And so that's one of the things that that I want to make sure that I, I start bringing up here on the podcast is because like some of the things that we're going to talk about here today are going to really benefit you. But if you start to get into your mind of like, oh man, this this part doesn't apply to me, you kind of like miss a very key component of leadership. And that is like how this applies to everybody else that you lead. Even if it's something that you're doing really, really well, you've got to realize like there's a lot of um, uh, information, a lot of wisdom that is in some of this that in reality might come easy to you, but it might not come easy to those that you lead. And that's the power of like looking at something through two different lenses. Today, I want you to do that, all right? Today, I definitely want you to do that because I want to share the differences between leading your family and leading others so you can stop creating that disconnection at home and really like feeling like you're forcing people to take action when in reality, they didn't sign up for you to be their leader, right? They decided to sign up to be your husband or your wife or your kids. As a matter of fact, they didn't. They, your kids didn't decide, right? They automatically got to be a part of that. And there's there's ways to lead them. I'm not saying that you shouldn't lead them, but at the same time, using those same skills is just, it's the wrong thing. If you've ever heard somebody, um, if you're a police officer, by the way, and you've heard somebody say, um, I'm not a suspect, why are you talking to me like one? Then you know that you might have an issue, right? Because I know personally when I was first um, a police officer, when I first got on, like I took on a lot of that person personality. And then I brought it home. And I remember the first time my wife told me that. And it was the last time she told me that because I was like, what is going on? Why is it that I'm allowing the skills that I've developed at work to come home? And it's only a natural thing, which is why I want to bring up today's podcast, why this is about mindset all the time, right? Because I want you to realize when this is actually happening. So you can like separate that, push your ego down and go like, okay, how can I become better over here? 
without using those same skills because it doesn't work over there. So here's the thing. Um, what most people do is they either um, try to use those same skills that they've developed at work or never even realize that that's the case, that they're using those skills when they're at home. And then they start feeling like it, they're forcing people. And then there's disconnection. And then there's like, of course, they're not going to be led by you, right? And it just creates this environment of like, I don't know. I don't know how else to describe it. I'm on a video, like punching my two fists together. It kind of like feels like there's a lot of arguing. There's a lot of fighting. And it's because you haven't really had an opportunity to develop the skills of leading at home. It's one of the things that I spend a lot of time with inside of our ideal leader blueprint, because when you have that connection at home, when you're leading really well at home and you feel like that's all under control, when you get to work, you can be a hundred percent there and vice versa. When you're at home, you can be a hundred percent there, right? And it's really powerful when you realize that they're totally different skills. I mean, let me give you an example here. Let's say you are really great at baseball, right? You've developed the skills of actually playing baseball. Yes, you've also been able to like elevate yourself as an athlete. You're um, maybe you're stronger, maybe you're faster, right? And you've developed the skills of playing, whether it's a professional level or you're just getting started out um, or you're going up through, um, you know, I was, uh, I was in little leagues for like 11 years or something like that. And you develop those skills, right? Well, it's the same thing as if they take a baseball player and they put him into a basketball team right? And I'm not talking to like Bo Jackson here, which is like some humans do have that ability of doing that. But even then, they're just not as good, right? They've got to develop new skills. Like, yes, you might have a better foundation because you've actually developed the skills of um, of sportsmanship, because you've developed the skills of um, when it comes to like your your cardiovascular system, when it comes to your strength. But some of the skills that you're going to learn in basketball are entirely different. And you wouldn't like beat yourself up because you didn't know those skills, right? And you also wouldn't bring in those baseball skills over here to the basketball because it wouldn't make sense. And also like you wouldn't succeed by doing that. You would have to learn new skills. And this is the same thing, guys. It's the same thing. So when you have and you're leading people in at work, that is one set of skills when it comes to leadership. That's why I call it becoming an influential leader because you're not just leading in one area of your life. That was the old version of leadership. I'm gonna do a podcast a little bit later about that. But really, you're leading well at work, you're leading well when it comes to at home with your family, and you're leading yourself well. And there's some overlapping, like how I teach inside of the program, there's some overlapping that's going to benefit you, right? It's like building up the cardio, building up the mindset, right? But there's entirely different skills that you want to use in each one of those areas if you truly want to create connection and actually succeed as a leader in all three aspects, all right? In all three areas, all right? Now, what I want to do is I want to break this down into three different things. Um, I really want you to realize, all right? I want you to realize, and I'm going to give you some ideas of maybe some skills you can start to develop. And of course, if you need some help with that, you can get into our Ideal Leader Blueprint because I don't have a, um, I don't have all day. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, you know, there's multiple different modules that are around leading your family. It's something that I can't do on a podcast, but I really want you to kind of like... Um, Realize that these three things are actually happening so that you can get out there and learn to develop those skills and not hold it against yourself if you're not performing at home or leading yourself well or even leading at work well because you're using different set of skills that actually aren't very helpful in that specific area, okay? All right, so here we go. (laughs) Number one is they did not sign up to be your fitness coach, your life coach, your mindset coach, your police coach, your police officer, like they didn't sign up for that. All right. 
Now, what most people do is they get excited about something they're doing, whether it's excited about police work, they're excited about a new fitness program, they're excited about whatever it is, and they feel like just because they're excited, that that means that the other people in their life at home should be excited about it too. And they try and force, if you've ever tried this, try to force people into participating in that specific thing. Whether it's the way that you're talking to them, whether it's like an actual workout program and you're trying to force it on people or doing whatever it is, you're trying to convince them, right? Which is not leadership. Please, please, please differentiate. Like um, trying to convince people is really not leadership. Convincing is I'm trying to get you to take an action I want you to take. No, leadership is I'm trying to get you to take an action that you want to take that also just so happens to really benefit the entire team. That's really what leadership is from my perspective. But really, because you're so excited about something, sometimes it like oozes out on the people and it kind of feels like you're forcing it. And if you've ever done that, you know that the pushback is, is, is kind of difficult. It's kind of hard, especially when it comes to being at home, right? I mean, how do you feel when people like get into something and they try to force you into it? I mean, there's ways of leading, right? To actually get the person interested if it's actually something going to be that's going to benefit them. But in reality, trying to force it to them is like the wrong way and it creates more disconnection. And anytime that thing comes up, just like an awkwardness kind of comes about it, right? So first off, realizing that when you get home, they didn't sign up to have you be their police officer, their fitness coach, their life coach, their whatever it is, whatever hat you're wearing in that other area, they didn't sign up for that, all right? So don't force it on them. Don't push it on them because that's the worst way. As a matter of fact, like when I first got started as a health coach about 10 years ago, before I got into life and legacy coach um, that I do today, I started to try and force Teresa to get healthy. I tried to force her to eat healthier. I tried to force her to go to the gym. And you know how many times it worked? It worked three times over an entire year. <laughs> no, actually three times over three years. One time a year, she would go to the gym. And it was because I was forcing her. And when I understood how to effectively lead at home, and I started to do the things that I, that I teach inside of the program, she actually started to work out and wanting to work out and wanting to eat healthy, which is why she lost 35 pounds, which is why she's like gained that confidence because I wasn't forcing it. I was using different leadership strategies to really help her um, find what she really wants and then have her go for that. And it was just a complete 180. So the first thing is realize that they didn't sign up for you to, whether it's be their fitness coach, be their leader, be their police sergeant, be, be whatever. They didn't sign up for any of that other role that you are a part of. So when you come there, it's an entirely different role. All right. Number two is when they bring things to you, some things, and I want you to put a quote in this that says most things when it comes to being at home aren't meant to be fixed. So when they bring things to you, when they bring stuff that's happening at home, when they bring um, incidents that happen at school, some of those things, most of them at home, are not meant to be fixed. Here's what most people do, is we get in and we want to fix. I know for me, being a police officer, that's my job, is like literally people send me, give me complex puzzles, and I figure it all out for them, right? So when I get home, and whether it's my son, my daughter, my wife, they start telling me about something that happened today, I want to give them the three steps that it takes for them to get over, over that. However, go back to number one. They didn't sign up to have somebody solve their problems. Really what they want more than anything is just to feel he heard and to be seen. They just want to be seen and be, and be heard. And really, there's a way of doing this. It's called the lead, um, the lead model that we teach. But really, it's just like 
getting them to know that their feelings are okay, getting them to know that you hear them and that maybe in that situation you would do that same exact thing and then asking them again at the end, like, hey, what do you think you're going to do about that? Like, what do you think would be the best option for you, for you to do? Just doing that really will create this incredible connection for them to go, what do you think I should do? And if they decide that they want to get that feedback from you, 100%, you've got, they've got your buy-in or you've got their buy-in now. But if you're just constantly trying to tell them all the things to do and fix all of their problems, it's like, it's not going to work out, right? There's this great video that I saw. It's called, um, It's Not About the Nail. It's Not About the Nail. Look on YouTube, search for It's Not About the Nail, and you'll see what I mean. Sometimes it's like, but no, but the problem is like right here and I can fix it. Guys, they don't want you to fix their problem when you're at home. Sometimes they just want you to listen. They want to feel seen. They want to feel, they want to see, be heard, right? And by doing that, you actually create more connection and believe it or not, more influence than telling them the three steps that they need to take to get over it, all right? So back to number one is they didn't sign up to have that role, whatever role you're in at work, they didn't sign up, sign up to that, to be that person at home. All right. And number two is when they bring things to you, they don't need to be fixed all the time. As a matter of fact, most of the time they don't. The only time that I actually help fix, and I don't even say fix things. I help give advice is I get to the end and then I ask them, Hey, would you like me to give you some advice on this? Or do you want me to just listen? And 99 times out of 10, uh, 99 times out of 10 guys, 99 times out of hundred, Teresa's like, yeah, I just want you to listen. And that is just great because number one, I don't have to try and like figure it out and fix it. But in reality, just hearing it, sometimes even just hearing it out loud, they go, oh, okay, this is, this is a solution that I'm going to take. And whenever anybody comes to their solution, which is the power of coaching, when anybody comes to their solution, their buy-in to actually take action on it is 100%. I'm sure you thought of, you, you've seen that for yourself too. If somebody tells you what to do, Depending on the influence that person has, you'll probably be like, oh, okay, I'll do that. Like, because I know what their, what their, um, not just what their mindset is, but like that they really do care about me, right? If you do have that kind of, that person does have influence. But how about if you come to that conclusion, you're like, hey, this is what I'm going to do because of these reasons. Like, you're more all in and you're more consistent with it. And you're more like, hey, I'm going to do this, right? Because you've made that decision. It's the way that our human brain works, right? So really, when you can do that, when you can get the person to see it and hear it out loud, they're more likely to take action on it and get their buy-in because it wasn't your your advice or your direction. It was theirs, right? So that was number two. Number three, the third leadership strategy that I really want you to think about is meeting them where they are. Meeting them where they are. What I mean by this is when we are at home, like we typically do this. Let me just give you an example when it comes to to being at work. We're kind of meeting them where we need to meet them at work, right? We're um, sharing different strategies. We're helping them put out fires. We're setting some kind of like leadership foundation for them at work. We're just like being there to hopefully support them, right? So that they can like really have everything they need on their mission. It, it is related to work-related activities, right? It's things that are near and dear and important to us because we're the leaders of the team. When we get home, what we tend to do, what, what I tended to do and what I see happen a lot is if we want to spend time with our significant other, we want to spend time with our kids, what we tend to do is we want to do the things that we want to do while we're at home to connect with them. So what I want to do with my son is not necessarily what he wants to do. And instead, either I force it and there's some disconnection or we just say, oh, and we just separate and we actually don't actually um, connect with each other and do something with each other. 
But instead, I want you to reframe it because when you get home, for me, the power is the intentionality. It's the time and energy and effort that's focused on each other. And that doesn't mean it has to do with the activity. Maybe there's something you hate doing. Maybe it's like unicorn princesses, which was a big thing for my daughter. Like when I would come home, whatever she wanted to do, I was all in for 15 minutes. It doesn't matter. For my son, it was like playing tickle. Like um, after like a hundred millionth time, it wasn't the most fun for me. But at the same time, if he's like, hey, that's something that I really love doing. I'm like, I'm all in. Let's do this for 15 minutes. And the connection that you get from meeting them where they are is a game changer. This actually happened recently. Um, so I don't know about your, your kids. I have a um, almost 12 and a 13 year old and they're really into anime and um, not really my top of the list of things to do. Anyway, um, my daughter has been watching this show or she watched this show called Demon Slayer, which has like multiple different um, episodes and multiple different seasons. Um, and I've just been seeing her do that a lot. And initially when she asked me to watch it, I'm like, ah, I'm not really interested in doing that. She also has asked me to do that when it comes to like a specific book that she wants me to read about dragons. And I can always try and convince myself not to do that. And recently, about a month and a half, two months ago, I said, you know what? Um, let's do something together. And she's like, oh, okay. I'm like, what if we started watching Demon Slayer together? And her eyes totally lit up. And she's like, really? You do that? That'd be so awesome. And so I started to watch it. And then my son's like, oh, really? You're going to watch it? I'll watch it with you. Teresa didn't necessarily watch it because she's not uh, into that kind of gory kind of stuff that actually happens on anime, which I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty surprised uh, in and of itself. But the connection that we get from being there, from just watching it, from now talking about it, me asking questions about it, like, hey, what's up with this? What's up with this? What's up with this? What's this about? It's like, it's, it's a game changer. And now when we're walking through the store, I'm like, hey, that's Tanjiro. Hey, that's Nezuko. And the kids are like, yeah, that is. And I have this like personal connection with them because I met them where they are. I didn't say, I'm not interested in that. Let's watch this movie that I really want to watch. Instead, I met them where they are. This is way different. If you haven't heard, these are way different skills than you would develop at work. Yes, I mean, you might go in and you might have some kind of conversation. But for me, it's like almost the entire conversation when it comes to being at home is connecting with them on their level. What's crazy is when you do this, they start getting interested in what you're doing, which is like another amazing leadership strategy, right? In terms of like, not a strategy. I don't want to say it like there's like you're trying to get them to do that. No, it's just natural when you get interested in them and they feel seen and heard and you connect with them on their level they automatically want to connect over here. Not because I'm trying to get them to do this because the guys, once again, that's convincing. But if I'm like, hey, you know what? This is what really matters to me. Then they're like, hey, dad, what's this? What's this coaching thing you do? I hear you talking on the podcast all the time. I hear you coaching people in the room. Tell me more about that. And it's crazy when that happens because we've, we've been connected on this level. Okay, guys. All right. So I wanted to share those three different strategies with you. And a lot of it is actually things to stop doing because when you like can literally stop taking those specific actions that are causing the disconnect. It gives you so many great opportunities now to start that connection. Now, if you're here at this point and you're like, Hey, this is awesome. Like I really want to help develop those leadership skills when it comes to leading at home. Definitely grab a spot inside of our ideal leader blueprint. Actually, you know what? I want to share a free video with you. It's the video that I broke down how the, the actual program works, but in reality, also will help you first get started on developing 
and becoming that influential leader who has the skills and the confidence to never have to second guess your decisions again. That is, if you can go to mindsetwithmark.com forward slash leader, um, you can sign up. I will send you through email a copy of that recording. If you decided to join the Ideal Leader Blueprint, that's awesome. But regardless, really take that free training and implement it and start taking action. Um, and I promise you, you will start seeing some results, okay? All right, guys, let me share a quote to end out this Monday. Um, I love I love quotes. Um, I, I'm sure you've seen it on social media. Today is, great parents find ways to connect with their family even when things are crazy in other areas of their life. So great parents find ways to connect with their family even when things are crazy in other areas of their life. Guys, can I just say how freaking proud I am of like the movement that we have been making in our generation? Like I'm what, 44, 45 right now. And just the 180 that we've been able to do where it's not just focused on leading at work, but it's also focused at leading at home, leading ourselves, connecting with our family and literally being proof of what's possible so that when our kids get older, it's just natural for them to be able to connect with their parents, to be able to like connect on, on a different, entirely different level and not just Think of success as whether or not you're success professionally, but also success when it comes to like the connections that you have with family. So I appreciate you guys for doing those hard things, for like taking these mindset hacks that I kind of like have been presenting to you and taking action on them. And of course, I would love if you could rate and review the show. If you have not done that, it definitely helps me a lot. But if there's anything that I can ever do for you, please don't hesitate to reach out and ask, all right? All right, I appreciate you guys so much. I look forward to seeing you on Thursday. Stay safe and I'll talk to you soon. Bye, everybody.